Hello everyone and welcome to the Pristine Paradoxes podcast with me Cece and me Remy and in today's episode we talk about how settling is something we're expected to do in so many different situations and how it's so hard to decipher between what is a bare minimum and what is us having too high expectations and how it's so easy to stay in a situation for convenience and you shouldn't feel guilty for that but equally we should be doing things for ourselves because it improves our life overall and how we can assess that when society has paved such a specific path for us to go down enjoy so Cece how are you there's currently something in Cece's teeth Oh, no, this is actually becoming an air from our there. Been slaying. I went to see my friend in Aberystwyth. Slay. Shout out to hashtag Katie. Hashtag um, Katie. <laughs> hashtag Katie. Um, which was delightful. Um, and we had so many good chats. Um Oh, it was so good. Um, actually, did you know, guys, friendships and relationships can actually work if you actually just communicate. Um, and actually, people can still like you even when you do wrong things. Um, um, Yay! Because um, love That's actually is like unconditional, actually. Um, and um, one wrong thing doesn't make someone hate you forever, actually, which is actually a really big surprise to me because I didn't think that was true. Anyway. Woo! <laughs> That's been my week. And then nothing much has happened. The world of Tinder is thrilling and exciting, as <laughs> always. Uh, my screen time for... I was going to say, app, please share your screen, screen time Screen time, app time, whatever, for Tinder is, like, bad. Like, and there was one day where I apparently had spent an hour and a half on it, which is, you know, really exciting and thrilling, actually. <laughs> um, gap year adventures, I guess. This is the gap year. So, I've... Me and Cece are always thinking we know this. A lot of Everyone the feelings this. that I've noticed from me in secondary school and the way I approached people and life is there was mm-hmm. a lot of settling going on for various yeah. reasons. A lot of them just yeah. not being in any way malicious or trying to hurt anyone's feelings. It's just life, actually. And when you're but a teenager, life is horrible. That's very important to remember, though. Um, a lot of these things about people that are imperfect or whatever aren't malicious. They're just simply a fact of the person. Um, like, especially when you're growing up, you know, like, everyone's, like, learning stuff about themselves and you can't expect people to be fully, like, emotionally aware, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's fine that, like, you know, your childhood friendships, you know, we, we know that a lot of your childhood friendships you only make because you're at school with them. Yeah. And it's completely... And that's fine. Them. And that's completely okay. It doesn't devalidate the friendship, devalidate, invalidate, but it is something to think about when it's, like... Maybe you're not fully compatible, but there's still a reason you're friends and there's still, mm-hmm. you know, there's still more to friendship than quote-unquote compatibility and shared interests and whatever. Um, yeah. Because shared experiences also make friendships and your shared experiences is going to school with them. It's like trauma bonding, but slightly less <laughs> <laughs> Less dreadful. But in the future, when you're making friends, when you're slightly older, you shouldn't have to settle. You usually have a way bigger pool to choose from ish depending on your circumstances you know your workplace your university Mm -hmm. but given that you've had 
or presumably you've had like about 18 years of your life now you've had 18 years worth of friendships you are now allowed to like pick and choose the ones that mean the most to you yeah like I'm not really friends with any of the people I was friends with in secondary school anymore except from like one or two and it's going to be the same like several years after sixth form as I'm only going to be friends with like a few of them and that's okay because it's like these are the people that like clearly meant the most to me um yeah and you don't have to like be friends with absolutely everyone yeah that's kind of not related i don't know why i'm going on this rant no but like, just because <laughs> just because you valued someone at one point in your life and they valued you doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna last for for years yeah. on or forever and yeah. that's fine especially when the friendship is based on convenience and once you're in the real world like me and Cece, it's hard to accept <laughs> that actually it's really not very easy to make friends. Like the main yeah. place people are gonna meet people who they stay in long-term relationships with or long-term friendships might be school or work or university. And beyond that yeah. is quite difficult unless if you're, you know, dating apps are a whole other question, but like not everyone <laughs> wants to, to use them. So that was not a dig apps, at you. Guys. Make <laughs> um, friends off of dating apps, it's actually great do it <laughs> but so but so it is actually just really hard to meet new people and we're actually in quite a lucky time where we do have access to so much technology and social yeah. media that connects and it us helps to so, many so much it helps so much but so like it is it is fine to accept that friendships aren't forever and it's like it's just something that i've had to deal with because mm -hmm. i just i i do want to hold on to the good moments that i've had with people and the yeah. good times i've had with them but sometimes like you could just can't force it it's worse to force something that isn't working or isn't convenient anymore or whatever but it's hard because okay this is the big issue with settling that i found um that whole thing about like oh you shouldn't force it or whatever but like maybe not so much with like friendships but especially with relationships the whole like kind of message is that you have to work for it you know like if you really love someone you want to work to be with them um but there's a difference between working and work i don't know like it's like the the balance between are you just forcing something that's clearly not working or is it yes. something you can work through um it's where there's a lack of reciprocation yeah i don't know but then like maybe that person could reciprocate but also then it's scarcity mindset and it's thinking that you won't be able to find someone that does fill your needs or like whatever fill your quota that's what i was gonna say yeah or fill your needs <laughs> um yeah but yeah so like settling in that sense of like is this something we can work through have we tried working through it am i the only one that's trying to work through it because the working through it needs like it needs like both parties to be able to work on it which is why like you kind of need to be like emotionally aware entering like relationships and friendships and whatever um and if you're going to settle for someone you also need to be emotionally aware because obviously there are going to be flaws in everyone and some things you will need to settle for but it's a matter of are these things that you can work over how much do they actually matter to you is it a compromise or a deal breaker yeah because lots of times you need to compromise relationships and that's fine but you can't like throw part of you away or if like there's a big need that you're never going to really be able to let go of that you're almost going to like resent the other person for not giving you then it's not necessarily worth it yeah um, and it's okay if that person can't give it to you it doesn't make them horrible just some no. people aren't either emotionally in the position to give it to you or like their personality doesn't 
line up with it there are like a million different reasons why not it doesn't make them a horrible person it doesn't mean yeah. you can't still be like amicable with them but i think especially like in a relationship where like you're picking one person usually like you need to like consider these things in friendships it's different because obviously you've got loads of different friends which means and there's more wiggle room as well i guess more wiggle room but also like different friends to fill different like emotional needs mm-hmm. you know like you know i'll come to you if to talk about one thing or I'll go to someone else to talk about another thing i don't know so it's different in friends but it's still like important to consider when you know if you look at your friendships and it's like why am i friends with these people is it just because i went to school with them or is it because i actually wanted to be friends with them and it can be scary to let people go but ultimately mm-hmm. like you said earlier a lot of things in life are temporary and a lot of relationships are temporary and they serve a purpose temporarily and it doesn't yeah. mean that they're inherently bad and it doesn't that mean like, that the good times you had weren't real and good no it just means that they were there for a certain part of your life and now that part of your life you know you've moved on from it and it's okay to you know find new things to follow alongside the new part the new part of your life i feel like i'm repeating myself so much but whatever. but yeah no like it's, it's it's okay to leave people in the past you know like it's nice to have like a familiar face but also if you're starting afresh you need to start afresh you know yeah and and it isn't worth settling in a friendship or relationship that isn't making you happy just for the sake of not having to let people go because it's really like hard to have to accept like there's only so much you can do to try and make a friendship work or hang out with people yeah. and like there's only so much asking you could do only so much you can give before it's it's quite clear that like especially if they're not communicating with you about yeah. any issues they might be having yeah and again, it's super hard with friendships because we don't have this precedent of communication in friendships as much as we yeah. do in relationships because they're a lot more like blase. And it's weird because, you know, your friends are the ones that are probably going to stay with you a lot longer than any relationship will. And it's odd that we don't put like as much seeming effort into them. People are just really ugly. People are really ugly. <laughs> and, that's, and, and that is not physically, that is emotionally or personality emotionally wise people could be so i'm emotionally sweaty wise. maybe that's the best way to describe me i'm emotionally sweaty <laughs> this is your emotionally sweaty podcast Great. <laughs> let's have a name change rebranding hello everybody and welcome to the <laughs> emotionally sweaty podcast <laughs> and we talk about emotional sweats <laughs> but on another note it's just yeah it's it's difficult to accept that things have to end and that's why settling is so easy because you don't because to confront people not in in like a you you did this to me but like uh, trying to communicate and have a conversation with people is hard and even in our episode about fear of miscommunication like those things are like not easy to do and it's and it's yeah like whether you're kind of able to do it more easily or not it's still like emotionally mean (laughs) yeah i think like yeah exactly those things are never gonna be easy it's never easy to end things yeah so it's so much easier to stay in something especially if you're comfortable in it forgetting Mm -hmm. that you might like even if you're comfortable in a relationship you know you're still hurting or like it might be better long term for you to be out of that relationship or friendship yeah but it's so hard to like conceptualize that when you're in it because it's so much easier to stay where you are than actively make a change even if it's gonna Um, be for the better yeah and especially because like relationships like i've got like a whole issue with this like i'm always like 
not addicted to them that, that sounds a bit insane but like there is a certain comfort you get from someone being like yeah i will choose that person yeah and as much as i love my friends and my friends give me so much it's you know you're aware that your friends have other friends it's so nice in a relationship when it's like this is my person this person has chosen me yeah and um, those andrews are clearer as well monogamous relationships obviously um yeah I'm interested to know how that dynamic changes with polyamorous relationships. But yeah. Me, I yeah, I, I think for me, the thing I like about relationships is the, like, prioritisation, because I've, like, my entire life I've yearned to be prioritised. And when you get, like, a little taste of that in a relationship, even if it's not true prioritisation, or, like, your definition of prioritisation is flawed because you think... Because of your past means... experiences or whatever yeah. you... What, what, um, whatever your self-beliefs are, yeah. Yeah, which is why it's important to be emotionally aware because, like, definitely, for sure, when, I, when I've when i gone into relationships and want to feel prioritised, it's because I'm clearly, like, lacking that from myself or, like, the people mm-hmm. around me. And, like, I need to do emotional work on that before I can expect yeah. someone to give it to me because I will expect too much from them um, and will, like, try and, like, force it out of them and it will overwhelm them or make them uncomfortable. And even when someone loves you, they might not be able to give you everything. And yeah. sometimes you need to accept that. Sometimes... Maybe you do need certain things and it's okay to want to find that elsewhere. But yeah. again, it's really hard to make that change and it's really easy to kind of be mm-hmm. like, oh no, it's fine, I'll, I'll get used to it after a while. There's this conversation on the internet about whether you need to yeah. be mentally healthy to go into a relationship and mm-hmm. the only way you can go into a relationship is if you fully love yourself. Yeah. And it's yeah. like it just continues to be a debate. Please explain why. I, I, I don't, it's just weird. But I think... You don't have to be fully loving of yourself or mentally healthy and have no issues. What you need to be is at least somewhat emotionally aware of what you need and of what you want from a relationship. Because also the point is that if it's not fun, you don't have to be in it. There is free will and you don't have to force yourself to be in something that's not making you happy or if it's not bringing you joy. Or even if you're just not compatible and for that reason, even if you love the person, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't ignore, like, your emotions and your emotions yes. are going to, like, hold you back to a degree. And that's okay. That's so human. It's not like, oh, I don't love myself or have enough respect for myself to get out of this relationship or friendship that's clearly not serving me in the way that it should or the way that I would like it to. Yeah. It's so hard to, you know, make an active step to change that. It's like, it's, like, completely okay if you're the kind of one holding you back or, like, you feel guilty for the other person. Yeah. Um... I don't know, like, it, it's just, like, so, like, weird to me because in every situation where I felt like this in a relationship, I've then, like, tried to talk about it and tried to talk through it and, you know, like, it's not really been met by the other person. Like, and I just feel like I'm complaining and they're like, not, like, making any, like, compromisations back with me and then they're not, like, actively changing anything and it's, like, do yeah. I wait because maybe they're not in the emotional space to follow through on their words or maybe they're just never going to follow through on the words, or maybe that's just, like, it's not a malicious thing, it's not like, oh, I can't be able to put the effort in for you, but that's just not something that goes well with them. And because, you know, in a relationship, you want, like, attention and stuff, which is, like, an issue because, obviously, codependency is risky and it's important yes. to be independent. Um, But also it's fair to want, you know, to talk to your loved ones. What I'm trying to say with that point is, like, do you give a relation time to, like, work itself out, or do you end it? Mm-hmm. you know like quit before you're ahead kind of thing and it's so hard to make that decision as well like that's like another it's like if so how long do you wait you know like yeah 
how long do you have to suffer before it gets better is your suffering actually suffering or are you just being a little baby mm-hmm. <laughs> which you're not because everyone's human actually and all of your emotions are valid but that's why being emotionally aware is important because it's like why do i want the things i want why are they important mm-hmm. to me are they a bare minimum or is it something a deal breaker to me or is it a deal breaker or is it something that i can like very much compromise on or something that like what i actually need is something else and that can be found through another yeah but it just has to that uh, they might be able to give better and you mm -hmm. need to figure that out together because you're not gonna know everything about this person Mm -hmm. so it's like if i want i think i think you have to have your non-negotiables yeah but like if like for example your love language is quality time um and that's easier to get on text nowadays because sometimes it's harder to see your partner or whatever you need to accept that maybe that quality time is kind of only going to be there when you are in person and that you can't get quality time from them 24 7 yeah you know like stuff like that or like people give stuff in different ways but you have to both be able to communicate to find those different ways you can't be expected to psychoanalyze someone um or to like force it upon someone because i have like a big struggle with like trying to like control the ways in which people love me because i want a guidebook i try and give them like a guidebook to how to love me and like no one ever follows it and i'm like what the hell this is really weird do you not love me enough <laughs> but yeah so it's like to me it's like people aren't putting in the effort and i'm when actually when actually it could be something completely different anyway there you go that's my rant you can talk now <laughs> hydration break <laughs> i need a hydration break actually hello um i'm ill so i need this water so please if you're ill if you've had a cold that's been going around recently yeah what's up with that drink some hot beverages and drink water soothing soothing beverages lots of lemon lots of orange juice amazing delicious delicious don't burn your throat but you know up all I'm intrigued what my current illness is because I haven't felt like bodily ill. I just have like an insane cough. Um, yeah, I don't know if I got it from like the like remains of freshest flu because I've been to see some friends at uni. That's embarrassing. Or if it's like whatever's going around at the minute. Well, yeah, something is going around and it's mean. <laughs> it's mean, but I haven't been like bodily ill. Lucky you. I'm really happy for bodily you. ill. Whatever that. But means. I am bodily ill. Bodily um, ill. So if you are actually but listening yes, with your is. ears right now um please drink some water <laughs> drink hot liquids if you are ill look after yourself if you're ill take any so, medication or vitamins or whatever you do so, in your life it's actually the correct time of day i actually now am going to take my medication <gasps> yeah live on call and i actually have a liquid beside me which i actually usually don't when we're recording i have a amazing ten thousand liter bottle of apple juice nice oh my god did i just burp great we we really are getting close no one heard it remy because everyone's listening to me this is actually our 10th this is our 10th full episode which is is pretty cool yeah we have the other bonus one but yes 10th full one bonus episode although please don't ignore the bonus episode because it's actually so slay and actually Um, shout out shout out shout out um i i love goes without saying podcast sefi and wing loves it by life (gasps) um and I always mention this podcast on the Discord just because I think we have a sim like a similar target or well, not target audience but like people who would listen anyway. Um, and someone just said that we are in their top three favorite podcasts. So if that was you, I love you. 
like really deeply grateful if you listen but drink some water and go and pee and then have a chat about <laughs> other things <laughs> have you ever had a podcast tell you to go go to the toilet yeah have you be honest be honest have you ever had a podcast that told you to go to the toilet see you on the flip side do, 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 do. I actually don't know I think she that all um anyway yeah so true okay point is point is we've spoken about relationships and friendships and we could yabber on yabber is that a word yabber sure we could talk forever about it because it's such a poignant topic of discussion especially for me and therefore for remy because i'm honestly the center of remy's world yeah so anything that's important to me is important to her because Mm -hmm. i talked to her about it um yeah anyway um this is a healthy relationship i promise yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but also i'm way better okay anyway um so moving on you should not settle in relationships but you should also that there are other parts of your life that where you shouldn't settle because actually somehow i don't know how or why or when but relationships actually not the main goal in life yeah crazy my friend told me that the other day and i was like hmm much to think about much to think about lots to consider they feel they feel very all-consuming and that's fair and they're allowed to but you could also settle in education and career situations so let's talk about it let's talk about about it so we really get the vibe from when we are young like little baby small people that there is just this (laughs) conveyor belt of life that you will follow that you will go to school every freaking day and that you will not drop out of school you will just continue you will do your gcse's and then you'll do your a levels and then you'll go to university and then struggle to get a job but you'll get a job and then you won't be homeless which is of course the main goal that is screamed to you by teachers you must pass your gcse's otherwise you're going to be on the street yeah and remember guys within those like first three years after finishing uni you have to find a relationship you have to get married you have to have kids Mm -hmm. so don't forget um don't forget that and that all has to happen in your 20s like otherwise you're actually a failure otherwise you literally are a failure and then what you can do for the rest of your life what keep no one's gonna want you you're really smelly and stupid huh but so that's the thing that you do (laughs) it's not right you don't have to settle in it because i'm like i think a lot of people have pressure from their parents to do a certain degree or go into a certain career or do certain subjects blah 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 blah. yeah go to a certain place and guess what you actually don't have to because fun fact it's your life and not to get all political but it's a political (laughs) issue um the tuition fees for university tripled in this country like just over a decade ago and it's a real political problem because it has impacted yep. so many people and it does make the choice to go to university more significant. Never mind the new legislation about having your student debt for 30 years is, well, no, sorry, for now having it for 40 years instead of 30, which is crazy stuff. To just be like, oh, of course I'm going to go is silly mm. because you have to have thought about it. And also it's going to university is very much a societal expectation, especially if you get good grades. Yeah, and a lot of people will just be like, "Of course, I'm going to do it," without assessing if, if that kind of environment is right for them, or mm-hmm. will be something that they are happy to do. Especially when you're paying so much money for it, even if it is a loan, and even if you, whatever, even if it's not really debt, whatever people say, 
you don't have to go. No one's forcing you. If it doesn't feel right to you, you don't have to do something and you, and you don't have to settle into certain subjects or a certain like degree, a certain postgraduate job, especially when it's hard to get a job after your after you've done your degree. So you, you can't settle in it because also you can change your career throughout your life. Yes. You don't also, have to stick to the same thing your whole life. Um, with universities, you can always go at a later date and there's yes. also like settling for the societal convention that you have to go at 18. And um, that you have to go to a Russell Group university or... Yeah. And be doing like a respectable course, not something that might be more yeah. niche or people will be like, oh, well, what job are you going to get if you do an English degree or geography yeah. degree or whatever? And it's like, well, some people really do just want to go and study. And I think that is great. Yeah. And me. the money should Hello. also not stop you <laughs> if you want to go. For yeah. me, it was never going to be worth it because I, I'm not interested enough. I don't think mm-hmm. the university environment is going to be good for my brain. So like, I was like, no, not going to happen. Another thing to talk about, though, is also that it's not just like a societal expectation. It's also quite literally systematically ingrained. Yes. In the, um, you'll find it potentially a lot harder to get like a job if you haven't gone to university because it's so it's like such a competitive field and someone's more likely to choose someone with a degree over someone that doesn't have one Mm -hmm. so that like puts like additional pressure on also if you're planning on going to university later again that means potentially later to get like a good career but like you literally just said like it's hard to get a job as a graduate Graduate anyway like 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 it's hard regardless but in terms of like whether you're getting paid hourly or if you're getting paid annually. I think it really depends what kind of field you're going into because I think with STEM, like, that's always going to be, like, beneficial and valuable. Yeah. But if it's more humanities, I think there's, like, a lot of argument about, like, whether it's worth it, whether you can... I I, I don't know. It's just... It's difficult. It just depends what you want to go into. The thing with STEM subjects is that you learn specific facts that you're going to... Yes. ...potentially use in, like, your work life. With humanities subjects, you're learning transferable skills that you will still use all the time, but in less obvious ways, and transferable skills that you can learn through a lot more, like, a lot wider of a range of subjects, whereas, like, you can only learn about biology in biology. Yeah. You can learn these transferable skills, whether you're doing history of art, or English, or... Whatever. Languages, or communications, or whatever. Which I think, like, people forget about, or people, like, disregard, because, like, it seems useless, and you Mm -hmm. probably don't notice it. But, like, it's still, you know, important. You still learn stuff from uni, whether that's, like, learn how to socialise better, or, like, more frequently, or you've been better at time management, or you've been better at being concise, and, like, making your thoughts clear, and, like, you know, debating something you care about, or whatever. You know, there Mm -hmm. are, like still things you can learn but also you can learn those outside of uni there will be like other skills you can learn from not being at uni that you can't learn at uni like yeah being at work 24 7 or whatever which obviously you can learn after uni i don't know like there's so many reasons also like we don't need to learn absolutely everything we're literally fine exactly even though (laughs) we kind of want to know everything not possible unfortunately a big part of this for me of not doing uni and working is to see how far i can get without a degree Mm-hmm. I'm completely open to going at some point in the future if it means that I will be able to improve my career prospects or if there's a certain job or whatever. But there are like just lots of ways to do things these days. There are degree apprenticeships. There are... I mean, obviously, you, you can get a good job without needing a degree. 
Um, but Especially because employers are also looking for experience. So if you have more experience than someone who went to university because you got a head start, then there is that. Yeah. There is that. And also because I I want to see how far I can get with podcasting or education-related mm-hmm. things. And I just want to see what I can do without having to have student debt. But also, if you want to do something traditional, that is absolutely fine. I think it's just that you need to know that it's something you want to do rather than just settling because your parents will yes. hate you if you don't go to Oxbridge. Like, come on. Yes. You have to, again, you've got to assess why you're doing something. Again, you have to be like emotionally aware when you're quote unquote settling for something. Um, I know a lot of people have gone to uni just because they like, you know, they don't know what else to do. They're unsure of their life trajectory. Um, going to uni um, gives them Makes another sense. three years to think about that as opposed to like theoretically sitting and doing nothing, which they wouldn't be, but like you, you get worried that you do, you know, like that's why people, some people don't do gap years because they feel like they're not going to do anything with it. Even, even though sometimes you just need a break. And you just have to learn these things. And if your brain works differently to other people, if you're neurodivergent and university is not something that's going to work for you, or like, or or if you want to go into something more unconventional and you could benefit by working on those skills yourself rather than from university, do it. Slay. And especially with all of the arts, you know, the funding is going to go down. You know, we have to keep the arts going. And if you're passionate about anything in the arts... Keep on doing it yourself. You you should not be judged by however you want to approach your passion. If that's in uni, great. If that's outside of uni, great. But like whatever you want to do, not be squashed. Um, and it sucks that people deem like being really good at art or whatever as less worthy than like being good at chemistry or something. Yeah. Um, or like yeah, less useful. And I was talking to my friend about this the other day, and it was like, you know, with all like the climate crisis and stuff. You know, like surely there are bigger things to worry about. Whatever. Um, like more mm-hmm. meaningful places to put your energy and your big brain, but mm-hmm. you, you know, don't have like to change is... the world in like in a world. traditional sense. You don't need to find some new cure for a disease. That's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be someone else's passion. You don't have to force yourself to yeah. do something that yeah. you hate, especially when education, as I scream about, should always be enriching and should add to your life and you should like enjoy it as much as you can within the silly exam system but yeah point is education should be a facility to enrich you and if it's not doing that don't bother then get right don't settle don't settle for something that's not enriching also like obviously there are things in life that you do 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 that you do just have to push through yeah some things are a struggle but also things can be simultaneously a struggle and enriching at the same time yeah but yeah the other part of this though is the, like expectation to work up a career ladder which i personally hate like i desperately want to go to uni um and i will accept that like traditional course mm-hmm. but i hate the concept of working up a career ladder and obviously one of the reasons people do it is for the money because you get paid more the higher your position which is understandable but also like the hierarchy is very silly and very weirdly weighed especially because yeah. like there are times when the people in higher positions do less work so <laughs> so true but like the expectation to stay in one career for the rest of your life that's like settling for something it's like well i you know like i've been working in this job for 10 years and i've gotten you know like I'm, you're gonna be a, a very different status. person very different person from age 25 to age 65 like come on you know like for example my mum okay right you know like she's been working in her current job for 15 years she's in quite a good position um but it's ruining her mental health and she wants to leave 
and be mm-hmm. a photographer, but that's starting at square one. And, you know, the income is comfortable. And, and is it worth the trade-off? And she knows what she's doing in this job, whereas starting something new would be all scary again. And you're starting again, like you're starting at the bottom, you're starting from square one. And kind of like with relationships, it's a lot easier to stay in something that you're already in than to try and look for something new and better. Because um, the unexpected, the unknown. It's the unexpected. You have to hope that the grass is greener on the other side, and sometimes it isn't. Are you willing to take that leap? Mm-hmm. Whether it's something big or something small. Um, but that's like that's like one of the things that I felt so suffocating because I have so many interests that I want to look into, and maybe like this is a bad thing anyway. But like, I like I obviously want to do those through jobs because people make it sound like your jobs have to be like your passion, and because I have so many different passions, I want so many different jobs. Yeah, I can do that elsewhere. Actually, I can actually exercise my passions whilst not working. But point is, is I want to like experience a bunch of different jobs and see which fits better for that time of my life and whatever. Um, and because you only really know something until you've tried it, blah, 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 blah. But the way that our society is set up doesn't necessarily allow for that because it expects you to stay in one job, work up one job and do that mm-hmm. for like the rest of your life. Like you go to uni for a career and then you go into that career and then you stay in that career. Mm-hmm. But you're allowed to change. Like one day you might be obsessed with science, one day you might hate it and you're going to have to have room to let that happen because we're not, you know, we're not, benign we're not stagnant we changing humans we're ever growing and even though society makes it seem like we have this specific path carved out for us 24 7 we are allowed to carve it ourselves blah blah blah, yeah. blah that's really hard to do it's really hard to go against those preconceived expectations and you know life is hard enough as it is without trying to summon up the willpower to do something hard but you're going to be struggling either way so it's like yeah uni for a lot of people is the only chance you're going to get to move out at at 18 especially with the cost of living crisis we've got at the moment like young people cannot afford to move out so i also like completely respect that some people really do like want to leave or they don't have a safe space at home yeah um and i just think that's interesting because i know that i'm not going to be moving out anytime soon for like any long period of time um just because of how the world is but yeah, it's so much cheaper um, to stay with your family yes whatever. and also i think that idea of moving out at 18 which like i don't know how kind of prevalent it is now but i think it definitely used to be let's just yeah. not have that it's fine you don't realize well, until you are 18 that you are actually still a little baby and even if people are yeah. going to uni and living alone you are still a small person in the grand scheme i was TikTok the other day that was saying like you know you're a child up until basically the age of 20 and then when you're 20 when you're 20 you probably become an adult even though you technically become an adult at 18 but it was saying that like you're a baby adult you're a five-year-old adult at 25 you're a one-year-old adult at 21 you're a 20 year old adult at 40 of course you're going to know much at 40 of course you're going to know more at 40 than you did at 25 because you're yeah 20 versus five years old you know stuff like that mm-hmm. we are still so young and you know, you like don't have to rush of, like, into everything. We shouldn't have to rush into everything. We shouldn't be expected to make all these massive life decisions at this age. It's fine if we do, and it's fine if you know what you want to do. But like society always shuns you for not knowing what you want to do. And again, like I said before, so many people go into uni still not knowing what they want to do, but just like doing whatever subject. People graduate you know, like, not knowing what they want to do. So And that's so okay. Like that's not like a thing to go against the argument. If anything that no. proves the argument more is that you're kind of never gonna know what you want to do. So why 
although I get maybe the argument does work both ways. If you're never going to know what you want to do, why settle? Why not experiment? But if you're never going to know what you want to do, why not just settle and be comfortable and stay in the same thing? Lots to consider. It's your own personal choices. And at the minute, like in like today's climate or whatever, we have a lot more people like living with their parents until like their mid twenties, which was kind of like never heard of really before, because of like the cost of living crisis and less people going to uni and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like okay, talk to me about this. I feel like uni, like people going to uni, has done like a bit of a U turn. Like it was like there was an expectation for everyone to go to uni back in like the eighties and whatever. And then it kind of was like, no, you don't have to go to uni. And now, like, it's, you have to go to uni again. Because mm-hmm. I thought that the expectation to go to uni had completely gone away. And, I don't know, like, hearing different people's experiences, talking to you, it makes it sound like there is still that massive pressure to go to uni. When I thought there wasn't. I mean, it's not giant, but I found, like, I, I've had so many questions about why I'm not going or why I'm doing a gap a gap year. Um, and is that by people our age, though, or older generations? Both. Which is interesting, but I think it's like the expectations there. But I think now we are in a digital age, and there mm. are more opportunities for non-conventional jobs, um, like you know our, our access to social media and technology, mm-hmm. all these things. There is still this expectation to follow a traditional route, especially if your parents have followed that route. Yeah. Whereas it may not be, may not be as like mentioned to you if your parents didn't do that. Um, it's also interesting because I thought, maybe this is because I'm just insanely egocentric, but like, I thought that like gap years would be a lot more popular and it has like shocked yeah. me how many people have like questioned my gap year or have been like, oh no, I can never do that. When I thought everyone would want to do a gap year, surely. Yeah. Why don't you want to break from education? Education <laughs> sucks. Because it's comfortable. It's a routine. Uh-huh. And to be out of a routine is frightening for many. It is frightening. It's very scary. Although I actually somehow have managed to keep myself very busy. So, staying in the house down, actually. Yeah. Um, there's no correct route to go, but it is also very hard to stray away from what, like, the easiest route is. And it obviously is the easy route because that's how capitalism has designed the world for us. So let's cut it off here. Amazing. Because it is actually all we have time for. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pristine Paradoxes podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram. And rate Pristine Paradoxes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We hope you'll come back for more soon. I have been Remy. And I have been Cece. Listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. Don't settle if a relationship is bugging you, if you're not happy. But also don't berate yourself for wanting... Don't berate yourself. If you want comfort, that's fine. Um, there is no shame in wanting to be comfortable there is nothing to feel like oh i'm disrespecting myself or i'm like letting people down by not having enough like willpower or whatever it's hard yes so hard but be self-aware if you can or like learn more about yourself learn more about how you are in different situations and it's hard to have the courage to end something it really is it whether that's a friendship uh whatever a career path relationship whatever it is it's hard um, it's hard it's so much easier to not do anything it's the whole like philosophical like the the train is going to currently on path to kill five people would yeah. you change it so that it only kills one or would you let it keep going and not interact with it at all and kill five it's so that true. whole thing you know it's like 
do you settle for letting it kill five people or do you sacrifice killing one for the better for the great we love you and believe in you yeah do what's right for you please please slay love you lots but it's okay if you don't know what's right for you and it takes time to figure that out so we're all babies see you next time (laughs) bye